My name is Jay Poetics, and I'm so glad you're here. But before we get to this episode, I want to talk to you about the JXW Studio, a place where production of the JXW podcast can run flawlessly and where other arts such as music production, book writing, and poetry can be created. By clicking the first two links below, you can help fund the JXW Studio. Thank you and enjoy today's episode. And this is what I want to to really get for you in this today's episode. It's like 2023 is here. We made it. It's here. But what are you going to do? Are you going to give 2023 to the world? You're going to give 2023 to 3am drinking and using other vices? Are you going to cross this year with the same stresses of 2021 to and 2020, don't forget about the, the, the pain and the absolute suffering of 2020. Are you going to bring all of that and have a third rendition of that and just have a third version of that or have your first 2023? Welcome back to the JXW Podcast. I am your host, Jay Poetics. And if you are new here at the JXW, we strive to help you pursue God, seek freedom and acknowledge your God given gifts. Yo, it is 2023, y'all. Happy New Year to everybody. Look, God has brought us through 2022. So many good things have happened through that year, but so many bad things have happened through that year. I just want to tell you, it's a clean slate, y'all. It's absolutely clean. It's all gone. 2023 is now here. And what are you going to do? What is this year going to look like for you? What is it filled with? I know we have all these aspirations and things that we dream to do this year. We've written up lists. I know I have. And I, you probably have too. But where, where is our heart this year? What are we bringing in? Where does God fit? And that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah, start new, but start with God. Start start new. Everyone is under this statement, right? We are all crossing this year together. Start new, but start it with God. Start it with a new perspective of what God can do and what God can continue doing in your life. Whether you have started anything creatively that you are doing right now, do it with God. Your creative purpose, your drawing, music, any book writing. I'm currently writing a book right now called Heart of Yahweh, and I have certain goals that I want to complete in this year pertaining that book. But I have to know that, yeah, I want to complete the book. I want to write the book, but I need to start it with God. I need to start writing this book in 2023 and making progression with God. I have this podcast. I have this platform and it's amazing, but I need to start new with God. I need to start 2023 fresh, new, absolutely fresh with God this year. And wherever you are, you might be still celebrating. You might be in the middle of celebrating while you're listening to this. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. But wherever you are, take that minute of time and say, thank you, God, for this previous year of 2022. A lot of things may have happened for you in this year. A lot would have could have gone wrong or a lot did go wrong or whatever in your experience was the year. But it's over. 2023 is today. All that is over with. 2022 is behind you. And I do. I would not want you to bring 
all the things of 2022 into this new fresh year. So start new, start it completely new. And if you have to, you might have to revision, give a new vision to what you're doing currently right now in your life and how God can like mold that into his planning. You might have to take a look around at your surroundings, your friends, how you're doing your creative purpose, how you're doing all of it, and have a fresh new set of eyes for 2023. Look, starting new will change your perspective of life, everything in between. And having that time with God, it's, it's so worth it. Just pausing getting rid of what your thoughts of what you want to do and, and, and only including yourself, you, yourself, and I, and including God into the picture and how God can tra transform that thing. It's so amazing. Every Sunday, I walk to church. I do. And it's not because I can't find transportation. It's because I want to have that time with God before I talk to or look at or encounter another human being. And every Sunday, God and I have our talks. We literally, we talk. That's what we do every Sunday. And in some Sundays, it's just been like absolutely mind-blowing some Sundays. And I remember one Sunday, I wasn't walking to, but I was walking from church, right? And it was really cold. It was really cold. It was not that cold, but it was, yeah. I wanted to walk home and many of my friends were like, like, this is the end of the day. It's probably like three, three, three o'clock, three thirty, something like that. And everyone's going home. Everyone's like cold. They get into their cars. And I'm like, I, I don't feel right. I want to talk to God. So I'm like, hey, bro, I, I'm going to dip, you know, I'm going home right now. He's like, my friend's like, oh, you need a ride? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And then as I'm walking out the building, Two more of my friends is like, hey, hey, Joey, you need a ride? I'm like, nah, nah, I'm cool. You cool, you cool, you cool. So I'm like, okay, this is now solidified. This is now a thing. I'm actually going to talk with you, Lord. So I start walking, and God and I, we start talking. And the most amazing thing happens. And I think this is why God told my friends or at least positioned my friends to, like, tell me, if give me a ride. Because I think God was tempting me out of him and I having this conversation. Because something so amazing, weird happened when we were having this conversation. I was talking with God, right? And I see this person just, like, come out of the woods. Like, absolutely comes out of nowhere. This is, like, probably, like, what, 10 minutes into my walk? I barely am home. This guy comes out of the woods, literally the woods, and he's carrying what looks to be like a handful of recyclables, like boxes and stuff. And I'm like, the first picture you get in your mind when you see somebody in Maryland with like just out there in the cold, you think homeless. This guy didn't look so homeless. He, he was just carrying recyclables, boxes and stuff. And we were walking. I'm probably 20 feet behind him. He comes out the woods, literally out the trees. It's, it, I don't know. I don't know where he came from, but he's out the trees, right? So I'm walking 20 feet behind him. 
So I'm thinking to myself, oh, he has to drop off these recyclables somewhere, obviously. Um, there's a apartment complex a couple of feet ahead of us. I, I'm, I can see the entrance. Maybe he's going to the apartment complex to, like, dump it in the dumpster that they have. Cool. Whatever. I'm just going to keep walking, talk to God. What? Mind my business. It's none of my business. Right? So he, we keep walking, and... I'm walking my normal, regular pace. He starts to slow down because he starts dropping boxes and all that stuff. So I kind of catch up to him. Eventually, I pass him. And then I keep walking forward. I'm almost at, I'm almost passing the apartment complex. I look behind me. He's gone. He, he disappeared out of nowhere. He went back into the woods. And and I think to myself, first of all, I, I stare, I, I I turn around. I'm looking for this dude. Cause we I was walking with him or twenty feet behind him for a good like five, six minutes. I like I'm looking at this dude. And then I turn around and he's gone. And in everything pops in my mind to make this make logical sense. The fact that, oh, he needed to take all these boxes to the apartment complex to put them in the dumpster. Why would he do that when his strip of houses would have their own recycling day? He didn't really look homeless. He barely had clothing on. He had, like, uh, regular sweats on, um, a sweatshirt and some sweatpants. And, yeah, he he didn't look homeless. I, I'm racking my brain about all the logical things I can bring up into the situation to, like, make this sound sound. And I'm like, okay, he didn't take the recyclables to the dumpster at the apartment complex. So I'm really looking for this dude. I'm actually spinning, turning around. I'm looking an absolute fool on um, <laughs> on the road. Cars passing me and everything. I'm actually spinning, looking for this person. And... After all I do to try to make logical sense of this situation, I just think, wow, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for showing me that. Now, hey, I don't know what I saw. Was it an angel that I saw? I have no idea. I can't tell you that. I don't know what I saw, but I, I definitely know that it was a sign from God. That's what I know. It was a sign from God. What did wasn't an angel? I have no idea. But my thing about it is, while I have my walks and talks with God and I have my time with God, he always reveals something to me on those occasions. Always. Every single time. Always reveals something to me on that occasion. Sometimes I'll be walking 5 a.m. in the morning and I'll say out loud, no one's outside. It's 5 a.m. There's barely any cars passing. Out loud, I'll say, God, show me a sign. And then as I'm walking up, because um, where I live, I'm on a hill. So as I'm walking up to the, the main road, the main street, I see a sign. <laughs> it's literally uprooted from the ground. Literally the day, the Sunday, 5 a.m. in the morning, when I say, God, show me a sign, I come up to the intersection where all the um the traffic lights are 
and the sign for the pedestrian crosswalk sign has literally been un- uprooted from the ground. Like, I, I guess somebody crashed into it or something like that. But I'm like, God, you cannot have been more clear in this moment. Like, what? And then another time, obviously, I, I told this story on the podcast. Another time was when I got saved from a car crash. Like, I was literally, like, 10, 15 feet from an active car crash. It absolutely scared the bullets out of me. I was absolutely paused in my tracks. I didn't know what to say nor do. All I can say is thank you, (laughs) Jesus, for saving me. And this is a result from me having my times with God, me having my quiet times with God. You need to start this new year fresh. It's already started fresh. There's You have done nothing in this year yet. You need to start it fresh, but you need to start it with God. Get in that quiet time. Like, make God, make him available in this year. For the next 12 months, what, how are you going to involve Jesus into this year? How are you going to fit him in? We're so busy with all the things that we want to do in this year, all the things, all the aspirations, all the dreams, everything that we've had lined up for 2020, 2021, 2022, and now 2023? How many times have we included God into those years and for how long? Me, I want that time with God. I am not a perfect Christian. 100% no. I am not a perfect Christian. I will never on this podcast proclaim myself to be perfect or nothing like that. I need Jesus every second of the day. For real. And this is why I want that time with him. So I can acknowledge the fact that, hey, God, I need you. I I need you. If it wasn't for you, I would have died in that car crash. If it wasn't for you, I would have been dead by my own mental parade when I was 15 years old. It's like God has saved me in multiple occasions in my life and just through like things like as a teenager. And this is what this podcast is really for to make God make sense for you guys who are 15, for you guys who are 16, for you guys who are even 11 to make God make sense. It's like we're not perfect human beings. And then there's just this idea that you have to be so perfect. You have to be a provider in every aspect of that word by age 25. And if you fail at that aspect by age 23, everyone hates you and that you're worthless in this life. That's not true. God has a perfect plan and he has a purpose for you. But you have to make time with God every single day. You're going to be successful when you turn 20. You're going to be successful at 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. You're going to build the infrastructure, the businesses. You're going to be included in the dreams that you had five years ago. Well, that's going to become a reality. It's going to be in your life. And for those who are listening, who are a lot older, you have done things. You have created things. You maybe have made mistakes in those things. God, if you trust in him, if you get back with him, And if you include God into your plans, he's going to rectify those mistakes. If you include God every day, starting today, for five years, just know that it's not going to be the same if you did it without God. That's what I'm saying.
if you did this five-year thing without God and trusted in the world, oh, it's not going to get done. It's, it's not going to get done. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get done. You know, it's going to get done, but it's not going to be the way you wanted it to be. You're going to have to make hard compromises and you're going to have to make very difficult decisions that if it was for God, God would have you avoid. He would have saved you from many of things, many of scenarios, many of situations, many of pains could have been avoided if you spent that five years building up that infrastructure, building up that build business with God. Me, the JXW studio, the JXW podcast, all of this is going to be through God. I have a five-year plan. I want to release my first book within that five-year plan, Heart of Yahweh. I have been working on this book for the last uh, uh, yeah, five years. <laughs> this is a common thing, like five years. I've been, no, legit. I've been working on this book for the last five years. And it has had many transformations. This, this manuscript have gone through so many changes in everything. I'm talking title changes. I'm talking changes of purpose, changes of direction, characters, everything. Every aspect of this book in the last five years has absolutely changed. But it was because I was not including God into the picture. When I first started writing this book, it started out as this title, Lucid Realities. That was this title, right? And I, I, was, I started writing this when I was 14 years old. And believe it or not, I actually finished that manuscript at completely finished now it's finished to a 14 year old standard of finish like it was completely riddled with mistakes and grammar errors and spelling errors and all of that but I finished my first book and it was a traditional regular book about sorcery and magic and, and all this stuff so you know what I decided I decided to scrap the entire book I took out I took off all of the chapters, I, 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 everything. And at the time when I was 14, I was uploading to a website called Wetpad. And many of you know what Wetpad is. It's basically a service where you can build a community and post your stories and, and, and all your, your stuff. You can do what you want to do as a writer, a young artist, a young author and just make stories post them online get feedback build community all of that that's what webpad was so at 14 years old i decided to write a story i decided to write a story and every day i remember writing a thousand words per day a thousand words per day or nearly close to a thousand words per day i was writing like at least 700 to a thousand words per day and I finished the whole book, everything, in about a month, right? It was beautiful. I loved it. I even created uh, some cover art for it. Like, I was very creative at 14 years old. But the thing about it is, the title, Lucid Realities, the purpose, it, it was about, it, it was just full of magic and it, it was not of God. Yes, I completed it. It was a work of art. I was successful in it. I had people reading it, y'all. I had people tuning in every week, 
I think every Tuesday I would post a new chapter in that in Wattpad, right? I completed it. It's something that at 14 years old I was prideful of. It's something that, oh my gosh, I created in this world, but it was not of God. So you know what? I took it down because I'm I'm a follower of God. And and that hurt. You know, even though I'm a Christian, even though I love Jesus, I still created something that was in in fact demonic. But it hurt me to take it down, you know. And then I, I started rumbling in my head, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again, but I'm gonna do it with God, right? So I took the same plot, the same everything, and I just shifted it around with God. Right? In that it was a lot better. But then the trials and errors of just me shifting the book around was just so, it wasn't, it, it brought no creative aspirations for me to continue. So I dropped the project altogether. I said, I'm not doing this anymore. And this is why Heart of Yahweh, the new book, the new title, the, the, the thing that I'm currently pursuing has taken so long, five long years, because I started it, but I did not start it with Jesus. I started it, I did it, I produced it, I wrote it, a thousand words a day. I did that, but I did not do that with the context of Jesus. And I want to pose this scenario here. Are you writing your 2023 already without Jesus? Are you writing it? Yet we've only had like one day in 2023. It's like, what am I saying writing 2023 without Jesus? We've only spent one day in 2023. Like, this is literally 2023. Like, it's been a couple days or one day in 2023. But are you writing in your head what you're going to do in April of 2023? What you're going to do in May of 2023. What you're going to do in December of 2020. How you're going to spend your holiday in 2020. Are you writing all of that without including Jesus? You're scribbling on the page your plans of 2023. And then every once in a while you'll write, go to church, Easter. Go to church, Christmas. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We have included Jesus in 2023. Um, go to church this 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 week. No, God wants to be included into your plans every single day, every single day, every single day. And this is why it has taken me so long to write my book and to publish it. It's taken me so long because I did it, but I didn't do it with Jesus. I was successful in it. I mean, I, I, I just didn't do it in Jesus. And that's the same thing with my poetry. If you guys do not know, if you're new to me, you're new to this podcast, you're new to my story, all of my traumatic experiences have happened when I was 14, 15 years old. So I had the death of a parent, the death of a, a, a pastor, I, I, everything, even one of my popular like, I love this artist type artist. He passed away due to gun violence. Everything 
in my world, when I was 15, 14, and all that, when I was a younger child, absolutely collapsed. It went down. Mayday, mayday, we're going down. And that's when I started writing poetry because my depression heightened so much, I couldn't handle it. It was too much for me to handle. So obviously, I live in a Christian home. I was not going to turn to vices. I was not was not going to turn to vices. You could not convince me, even though I was a young child, I, you could not convince me to turn to any vices. So I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I, the death of a parent, I, like, the only person in this household that I can go to, like, remedy my mental issues is my mother. She passed away. And it's like, I can't even remedy my mental issues listening to this artist because it's like my favorite artist, my favorite, my favorite artist, he's gone. So every time I think about his music, it's just like a spiral down. What am I to do? So you know what? My go-to was poetry. And I wrote so many great poems. But you know what? What I forgot to do? I forgot to do it with God. And in that, I didn't really think about. Because I was so enamored with, like, mental stuff. So, obviously, I, I, I turned to my creative gifting, like, poetry. I did poetry. Through, through 15, 16, 17, I wrote tons and tons and tons of poems. I actually posted the my poems on that same uh, website, Wattpad. I remember writing and then literally pouring out all of my emotions, all of my feelings onto a, a paper. And then from that paper, typing it on my phone and then publishing it for the world to read. And I've gotten many comments on Wattpad like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. But you know what? what I forgot to do? I forgot to bring Jesus into that. I forgot to write poems about Jesus. I was writing poems about so many deep, deep, like so many depressing things. My poetry at that age was so dark. It was it was absolutely like it was bad. It was really bad. And I, I'm so grateful that I'm saved, like, from that scenario, from that mental space, because I was in a bad mental space. And this is where kind of my testimony comes in. If you do not know me, if you're new to me, if you're new to this podcast, God saved me four times from taking my own life. And that poetry was a byproduct of it. So you can, you can just imagine what the context, the contents of what that poetry was. It was really deep. It was really dark. It was all of that. So you know what I decided? Since I did that without God, right? And I was very successful in doing that without God. I was very successful in doing it without God. Many people loved it. It was it, it heightened my creativity to, to, to put together rhyme schemes and to think of new poems and to, like, all of that. I did it without God. But now... I found more like a, a spiritual anchor with him when I turned older. And I decided to do the same thing that I did with Lucid Realities. Because Lucid Realities, I wrote, and it was a 
it was a regular magic story, sorcery, all that. It it was yeah. So you know what I decided? It pained me to do this. It really did. It pained me to do this to both of these projects. But I deleted, stripped from the internet, stripped literally, physically, ripped pages. I deleted about 80 poems. Just gone. Deleted. Uh, gone. And yes, those poems helped me in, the, the, in that season. Those poems absolutely helped me in, those, in that season. I was writing them. And I was reading them back. And a very famous poem that I've written, it's called Damage My Love. It was one of my first poems. And it, it, it's so amazing. It's on my Instagram right now. I've recited it on my Instagram. If you want to go check that out, my Instagram is at jpoeticsworld. Poetic spelled with an X world spelled W-R-L-D. You can go check that out. But that one is the one I saved. That one is the one that... It's not too grim, but it also tells a beautiful story. And when I tell you, that's a perfect example of how connected I was to my poetry. It's like every time I recite that poem, oh my gosh, I just have to cry. I have to. Every time. I, I can't survive reading that without a tear. And this is what I felt while I was deleting all that. It, it it was more emotional for me to delete the poetry than to delete Lucid Realities because Lucid Realities was something I did because I, I enjoyed it. But it was more emotional for me to delete the, the poetry because I put my entire identity in those poems. I put my entire life, my identity as a 15-year-old child losing their mother. I put all of those hard Emotions of hatred, envy, confusion, just all of that. I put all of that into those poems and it, it bled through. The poetry bled through all of my darkest emotions. But the thing about it is people loved it. <laughs> I put it on the internet. People absolutely loved it. And people ate it up. They were like, this is amazing. This is beautiful. And yet the poems were beautiful but the thing about it is, I was doing it without God. In both scenarios, I did creative arts. I wrote my first book, even though it was completely underproduced. And it was had grammatic spelling errors everywhere. But I wrote my first book at 14 years old. I did it from start to finish. Uh, <laughs> I wrote my first book. And I remedied my depression through poetry. But in both scenarios, I had to restart. Why? Because I did it without God. And, and this is the point that I really want to hammer into your head. It is 2023, y'all. This is a new year. This is new. It's fresh. It's absolutely fresh slate. Whatever you were going through in last year, it's not even carried here. It's fresh. This is a new year. Will you write this year without God? You can get far. You're not going to get that far. God's going to humble you. Especially if you've already given your life to him. You don't want to be a lukewarm Christian. We all are guilty of being a lukewarm Christian now. I I'm guilty of it. I'm not even going to say that I'm better than you. 
But how are you going to write this year? How are you going to write the next 12? You know what the most mind-blowing thing to me is? The fact that on my phone, take the take your phone out right now. Well, you're already on your phone. You're listening to this podcast. But take your phone out. Go to the calendar app. You can literally scroll through 2023 in one swipe. That absolutely blows my mind. Like, all, like, go to 2022. All of your traumatic experience, all of your overheightened successes, everything can be scrolled past in one swipe of a finger. That's absolutely mind blowing. So when you look at 2023 and you scroll up and down and you scroll past 2023 into 2024 into 2025 and you keep scrolling up and up and up, what are all of those years filled with? You're scrolling, but year by year, you're also writing those those boxes in. What are you writing and how are you scrolling and thinking about what's going to happen in those years? Are you doing it without God? Are you doing it without Jesus? Are you doing it for your own gain? Are you do uh, what are you thinking about when you're looking at October 16th, 2023 and you just randomly go to that date? What is that day filled with? Cuz every box you scroll through is a 24-hour experience, which is absolutely mind-blowing. You can scroll through a 24-hour experience on your phone, like, <laughs> on the calendar app. Like, it's my... What is that day filled with? Is that day filled with God? Or is that day filled with you pursuing your your identity and your goals and what you got going on? Look, 2023 is beautiful. It's here. It's We have crossed this new year. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you. I want to celebrate with you. You have gotten through all the trials, all the, all, all the, tr- look, it's gone. It's gone. You don't have to worry about it. Everything you were stressing and worrying about in 2022, it's gone. It's evaded. It's gone. So what are you, what are you going to write those boxes? Going to write boxes of tr- pain, troubles, and all that stuff? With you pursuing your own selfish goals? Because selfishness only leads to pain. It, it, it really does. Selfishness only leads to pain. Or are you going to take November 12th of 2023 and you're going to be like, I'm going to fill that day with Jesus. Literally that whole day. I don't even know what day that is. That whole day, November 12th, 2023, is going to be... Jesus. I'm from the start of the day, sunrise, I'm going to be in God's word, and then noon, be in God's word, and then evening, be in God's word. Or what about April 14th, 2023? What does that day look like? Or January 17th, what does that day look like? Or May 3rd, what is... Think about 2023... And fill those boxes in, not with your goals, but with Jesus. Just fill it in with God. Because if you fill it in with your own goals, you're going to miss out 
on what God has for you. God is at the door. God is there. He wants to give you all that he has. But every single day of 2022, we pushed him away. Because we were so focused on getting that, that raise, that promotion, starting this business. You can be so focused in that. But God's right here, literally on the other side of this door, telling you, Oh my gosh, you open this door and I'm about to bless your socks off. But since you keep avoiding God, he can't bless you, man. He can't. Take another example. In this podcast, me from the poetry example I gave and the book writing example I gave, we kind of have a common theme that Joey does not complete things. <laughs> he just doesn't. I... I have a habit of just starting stuff and not finishing it. But this podcast, like this podcast, if I were to testify, this is a testifier. This podcast is the first thing in my entire life that I've done consistently and just not missed a beat. And you know why it's different from any other project that I want to pursue? You know why it's different from my book writing or you know why it's different from my poetry? You know why it's different? Because I include God into this. This is God's podcast. This is, this is God's podcast. You're listening to a production of what God has brought through me. And when I say at the beginning of the podcast to acknowledge your God-given gifts, I'm not saying to practice your God-given gift or to go out and look for it or I'm going to teach you how to find it or I'm going to teach you how to develop it. No, I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying acknowledge it. God has given you a gift. You're just avoiding it. God has given me a gift apparently of speech. I don't know why God has given me this gift. Look, it confuses me because I'm an introvert and I don't like talking to people and my social batteries absolutely depletes. But anyway, God gave me this gift and and I would not be doing this podcast for this long, seven long months. Now, since it's January 1st, it's eight months. Look, God has given me this gift and the only reason why it's still going on is because I included him. I let him write the episodes. I let him do that. Like, let me pull a story. The reason why God is on this podcast is because of this story right now. I record at night. I record at night um, for different reasons. I record at night. And one of these days I was recording... And I, I tried, I was really tired. My voice was out of, it was just out of whack. I was not having it at all. My voice was, oh my gosh, it was bad. And I tried to cut up an interview and repost it as a clip and have that be the episode. Because many people, they view the interviews and I appreciate everyone who has listened to the interviews. Shout out to all the interviewees. But many people have not been exposed to this interview. So I was like, let me, let me, tonight, I'm not feeling good. My voice is not feeling good. So let me cut up an interview. Let me put it out there. And boom, that'd be the end of it. You know, worry about the next episode, right? 
So here's what happened. I pulled up the file of that interview. I edited it to where I wanted to edit it. And then Ableton crashed. Right? It crashed. Out of nowhere. It crashed. And not only did it crash, but it also messed up my computer. So I had to restart my computer, restart the software. And then I'm back at the, the thing. I, I again... <laughs> edit it how I wanted it to be. I did all that. It crashed. Okay, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to get I have to upload something. Oh my I, I gotta do this. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I just won't mess with the file anymore. I opened a new session in my audio software, Ableton. And this is fresh. And I'm like, maybe if I record a new episode, it worked. You know what happened? I hit record and it worked. Oh my gosh. God, you know my voice does not sound good right now. You know I'm having struggles with my voice. No, God told me to record authentically with your voice how it is right now. And I'm like, oh Lord, oh Lord. But this is just some ways that God has included himself into this podcast. And this is, I'm telling you this because of this. The JXW podcast would not be at 90 episodes if I did it out of my own everything, my own belief system, my own, my, like, it wouldn't be a thing if I did not include God. My poetry would not be what it is today if I didn't include God. My book Heart of Yahweh, soon to come out, hopefully within this decade, fingers crossed, my book, Heart of Yahweh, would not be any in progress without God. 2023 would not be a good year without God. You have to include everything with God because without God, things just don't work out the way they will. you want them to work out. And this is what I want to, to really get for you in this today's episode, it's like 2023 is here. We made it. It's here. But what are you going to do? Are you going to give 2023 to the world? You're going to give 2023 to 3am drinking and using other vices? Are you going to cross this year with the same stresses of 2021 to and 2020, don't forget about the, the, the pain and the absolute suffering of 2020. Are you going to bring all of that and have a third rendition of that? And just have a third version of that? Or have your first 2023? This is not a continuation of the years past. This is a new year, a new day, a new month, and a new beginning for each and every single one of you guys. And you have to believe it. But this is all that I have for you guys on today's episode. Look, Happy New Year. I pray that all of you guys have an amazing New Year. Look, if you want to be included, involved in all the things that are happening with the JXW Podcast, follow all of my social medias at jpoeticsworld. That's poetic spelled with an X, world spelled W-R-L-D. If you want to give a monetary gift to the JXW Podcast, cash at me at jpoeticsworld, poetic spelled with an X world spelled w-r-l-d and let's end in prayer y'all lord thank you 
Lord, thank you for all that you've done in 2022, giving us new life every single day. We are forever grateful. Lord, I pray for this new year that we would just see changes in places that we never thought we would see changes, Lord, that you would really do a work within all of us to see this year through. Protect us in all of our adventures and what you would have us do in this year and honestly show us the visions and, and give us your plan, not of our plan, your plan for this year. Whatever you want to do, show it to us and we'll walk into it into obedience. Lord God, thank you for this new year and I praise your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the JXW Podcast. Happy New Year once again, and I will see you in the next one. Love y'all. Peace.